Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Throwing Bows Podcast. I'm Cody, alongside Wes and Quinton, as always. It might have been known as a sleeper card. I mean, I, I felt like it was going to be a good card overall. We, we said last week, name-wise, it wasn't, you know, great. But it ended up turning out to be fucking a good night of fights. Uh, Quinton, did you watch all the fights? How, how, how did you feel about them? Um, I watched, I did watch all the fights. Actually, okay, so I can't, I, I have to be honest. I didn't watch all, fell asleep only for one fight, and that was the Strickland fight. So I didn't see that one. Um, wow, out of all so the fights, the only one of the one, fights you actually wanted to see. I'm the no, only one here that, that watched the Strickland fight then. That's crazy. I yeah, because that's one of the, yeah. I dozed off and then I woke up and it was over and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then like I, I watched the rest of it, but that I heard he dominated. But dominated all three rounds, calm, cool, and collected. I mean, it was, was he, he just walked him down. Was he talking uh, during it too? Not really. Not not like in the not like in the hype up videos that I, I saw some clips of him like really talking to his opponents. He wasn't talking like that. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, he um he uh, what, what fight was that? It was against him against Tom Breeze. That's the fight he was like, talking to him, I think. No, it was Jack Marshman. It was Jack Marshman, yeah. Yeah, the Jack Marshman fight. Where because he was beating the piss out of him, but Jack's tough as fuck, so he wouldn't like get knocked yeah. down or knocked out. And this could be like, fucking fall down, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He's like, come on, Jack. Come on, Jackie. And he's just like egging him on. But yeah, that's the only fight I missed. But I heard he did uh, fairly well. You know, he, it was a good performance. I mean, he had a tough oppo- opponent. And, like, the, the guy was... It was a good fight. It was a good yeah. fight, but you could tell that uh, Sean was like one or two steps ahead, come pretty much the entire time. Yeah, and Jocko. It was Jocko. Like, yeah, Jocko. He's and he's a veteran. Like I was trying to think of his name. Yeah, he's a veteran too. He's been around. Like it's not like he was facing you know a nobody. Yeah, yeah. That guy used to be like. I mean, he's he's lost a couple of his last couple fights, and he used to be a guy who was like on, he was like undefeated basically. I think he only had like one loss or something, and he he had a good streak going, and he's kind of just hit a wall. Well, I had Sean in a parlay. Mm-hmm. I had him in a couple parlays. And yeah. all of a sudden, and I mean, maybe I didn't do good enough research or whatever, but like, because I had looked this guy up and then I didn't realize how good his record was because one of them was like 22 and three and the other one was like 22 and four. And I was like, Man, oh, yeah. shit. And I was like, and I took Sean as a minus 275 or two, whatever it 65. was. I was like, I was like, that is a fucking, I was like, that is a big gap for, I was like, that's a pretty close record. Obviously records can be deceiving, but whenever I just saw it, it almost made me nervous just for a second. And then the fight started, he was, he was looking good most of the fight. So I, I was confident he was going to get the win. I mean, it was obvious he had won the fight, but yeah, it, it was a good back and forth fight. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, from what I heard, it was a good uh, back and forth. So yeah, I watched the highlights. It was pretty good. <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, uh <laughs> we can go we can go like top card we can go top of the card or we can work our way up it doesn't really matter like we can, actually, we can go wherever as i say might as well talk go about the marab and cody stamen fight i also i was not able to watch the fights this weekend because i was with a friend or two watching the leafs game and at a buddy's house in his basement i had no reception so i could not watch i couldn't use my dad to watch the fights um okay uh i'll talk about the marab fight um Marab is a monster with wrestling and is just he's he's kind of he is I wouldn't call him like a full all-rounder but he has like a little bit of everything that guy. He's well, kind of, it, he wasn't known for his striking but it's more like he's working on his striking lately, right? Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. getting better on the feet. He wasn't good on the feet to begin with, I don't think. 
Yeah, no. He's working with I think his main coach is Sarah, right? He works with Matt. Yeah, Sarah. it's Matt Sarah was Matt in his Sarah. corner. That's who was in his corner and that's, that's Yeah, well he talked well he talked about it on like the Schmo in in an interview with him that he basically he like he had done boxing matches before and won them like he was undefeated in boxing or some shit. But it was all about his gas tank cuz his gas tank's insane. So he wasn't actually a good boxer. He would just like throw ridiculous amounts of volume punches at them. And they just won't be able to handle it, and then he'd win. See, and you know what's interesting? Uh, you're talking. You just mentioned his gas tank, right? And you didn't even watch the fight, but honestly, the gas tank and the output was uh, probably the difference maker in the fight. Cody Stamen's tough as fuck. He's a good fighter. He put up a hell of a fight, but it was like he couldn't. I'm not saying he couldn't keep up with Marab, but it's like Marab was just he was outpacing him. He really was, and and Cody stayed in there. Yeah, he, he fucking he, was he, tough. He has some crazy. Crazy endurance, crazy stamina. He can stay scared at all. He he looked like he'd go another like two rounds. Are you talking Marab or Stamen? A Marab. Marab, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just think it's I funny. Think that... Oh, I was gonna say, go ahead. Fuck. No, I just said his top, like next level, like top tier. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna say because Cody Stamen said in like one of the pre press that the only reason he took the fight is because apparently his training partners told him that he was a better wrestler and better fighter than Marab was and shit like that well they fucking lied yeah they fucking lied yeah that's right what I'm head. saying I'm like yeah they definitely like he, he either he's lying or they're lying either way somebody's lying because yeah he got fucked uh he called in his in the post fight like uh in his interview he called he said he wanted a top five top ten guy in that 135 pound division, he said he deserved it. I think he deserves it. I would, I Marab? would, I would agree. Yeah, Marab. I'd agree that he deserves it. He also um, wants to fight Sugar Shane, but Sugar Shane just keeps declining it because I mean I understand why. Like in the grand scheme of things, Marab is like up until the last fight, Marab's generally known as a boring fighter because he has no or or had. I don't know if he if they got a little bit better. They looked slightly better, but he still doesn't really have hands. So his whole thing is just take it down, take it down, take it down, take it down, and Sugar Shane, unless unless he needs to, has no desire to just fight somebody. Either where all they're going to try to do is take it down. Yeah, no, I don't think that's a good matchup for him. But I also think Marab's probably looking probably looking up now after that big win he was he's probably looking forward and i think he's gonna get somebody i'm not sure no exactly dude in the, pr- in the post the press 10, but... in the post press he even said that he would still fight uh sugar shane but fucking really yeah uh, yeah he said he still fight him but he just uh he declined he didn't say he declined him more than once but he did decline it at one point he's like oh i think it'd be a fun match is what marab was saying but Instead, they're well, going mean, to that's, that's offer classic. him Luis Smolka. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that after the fights. We'll go through the we'll go through the news for for all the the upcoming fights because there was a bunch announced, like the Cowboy shit. We'll go through the Diego Sand, all that stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about the news, <laughs> but um, I want to ask because this is the one fight that I missed because like I was going back and forth through the Leafs game as well, but this is the one fight that I missed is. I just tur- I turned it on and all I see is um, Jesus Christ I'm not going to remember. Okay, so Ronald Marcos was fighting who? No, no, no. Oh, oh okay, this prelim. Uh, this chick named Luana Pinero or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about I want to talk about this. I tuned, yeah, yeah, I tuned yeah. back in. I tuned back in and she's just laying there, 
And then obviously I saw the replay of what happened and stuff. It was, ob- in my opinion, it was obviously accidental. Like she did not mean to do it. Oh yeah. But what do we fucking make of this? Like she was carried out. Um, I mean, I'm not saying she was fucking faking, but like she was, she, I don't know, man. I don't know. You watch, you watch the video and the, and her reaction is super delayed. Like it, she gets hit in the face and then she catches herself on her hands for like a second and then she falls uh, like a second or two and then she falls back and just i don't know man it's highly suspect even ronda marcos so you, you're not a, you're not believing it even no even ronda marcos ronda marcos made a post on her instagram basically saying the same shit kind of like she like obviously like it was an accident she obviously didn't try to kick her in the face when they're on the ground like she knows that's illegal she just trying to push her off and blah, blah blah but then yeah she's like she saw what happened she's like she bit she basically said she barely like touched her with her foot. So like, they're, like there's um, no way. I want to switch over to Quentin just because I, I Quentin, you watched this fight, right? I I actually watched the fight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so you you actually got to watch the full fight. So I want to get your take on it because I just want to see what you what you think. Well, the full fight was only a minute, four minutes and sixteen seconds of the first round. So. Yeah, but it's still it's still a, well, yeah whatever yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, it was weird because I didn't under I didn't understand what happened at the start. I thought something like you know, like if you ever saw the up kick with Nico Price and um, yeah, yeah, it's noise. That's like a that's like a fucking hard like full on heel to the fucking mouth like knockout. That was a weird like I don't know. At first, I thought she like poked toe or something. Like I thought it was like something like weird like that. Like that's kind of what I it was. It was more like a toe push than an actual like kick. So yeah, so that's what I kind of thought it was like a toe, like a toe. She like jabbed her in the eye. I was like, oh shit, okay. But then she like started, she just like, I guess she just fell like down. And I was like, she was like on the ground. I was like, what the, like, how did, what happened? I didn't understand. And then Felder right away was like, oh, she's like, I think she's, this is some acting right now. Like this seems to be pretty. uh, Yeah, I actually. I heard, I saw the clip. Yeah, him and Bisping were kind of saying it seemed it seemed Oof. suspect. But yeah, I don't know, man. I saw the video and I yeah, I just I agree. It just seemed suspect. Sorry to cut you off. And then, no, no, it's okay. Um, but yeah, he said it was suspect. And then I think something. I, I feel like sometimes the UFC producers get in the ear of um of like oh one hundred percent, dude. If they say the some shit, they immediately go and be like. Hey, 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 hey! You gotta, you gotta save, you gotta make up for that. <laughs> yeah, he turned, he turned right around and was like, "Oh no, she's actually hurt." Like he like totally went like the opposite direction, and I thought that was so kind of strange. So I didn't really, I was like, "Man, that looked really like." Well, that no, that's like that's why you watch. Yeah, it doesn't look like a serious kick, and you watch the whole sequence, and she literally catches herself on her like hands and arms for like a second or two, and then falls back. And just lays there like she got knocked out cold or something. I don't know, man. It just seems like. And then she asked it. And then she asked if she lost. So I don't. And then that's basically when they called it because that's usually what people ask if they got knocked out, kind of shit, right? So, and then that's yeah. when they called it the DQ or whatever. So I don't know. It, it seemed uh, <clears throat> out of all of the DQs, this is by far the only one that I think is legitimately suspect. The rest legit. This one actually okay. kind of suspect okay yeah no virtually identical uh <laughs> virtually identical yeah. to fucking aljamain okay don't don't even fucking start here don't even fucking start here 
I'm not saying it was it was worse. I'm not saying that Al Jermaine's was the exact level, but uh, I mean, they, I it happens. I'm and the, the thing that makes me laugh. Go ahead. The thing is? that makes me the the thing that makes me laugh about it is like, <laughs> is fucking. Why is it when we see somebody get knocked completely unconscious, they can get up in like under like five minutes? Like, it's like sometimes you see them like three minutes later and they're completely okay. They're talking like they're. They're fine. They might not be fine. Yeah. Their heads rattled, Almeida. but they're they're okay. I was well, just saying that, like Thomas we'll Almeida it. getting like basically knocked out and then like coming back, kind of to like fine. I don't know. That was more of a knockdown. Yeah, it was a knockdown, but still, I get what Cody's trying to say. Keep going, Cody. Where the fuck was I? <laughs> You're basically <laughs> comparing this to the Aljo thing, even though Aljo got kneed in the fucking side of the head. Yeah, no, they're similar situations still, though. I do not see how, but, uh... Alrighty. What do you mean? The, you? The, the, the similarity is... Okay, well, I remember what I was saying. The, now. Similarity, the similarity is, is we watch they're somebody, both EQ'd. Oh, my God. We watch somebody get fucking knocked out. We, they get knocked completely unconscious. They can fucking get up and fuck. Sometimes they get into an interview. They do an interview less than 10 minutes later. You have Aljamain Sterling fucking sitting there. He's... Like completely incoherent. Oh my god, what's going on? Why is it that we can watch somebody get knocked out four different times? Four different people get knocked out, and they're like fucking three of them are completely okay. And then, but we get these DQs, and they're like so much worse. Like that bitch got carried out, and okay, that's what I'm saying. That bitch is worse than Aljamain. But my point still stands. That why is it like that's clearly like not all the time. Like there's dirty DQs. Okay, like we know there's dirty DQs, but like. Why is it that whenever someone's like when they win by DQ, like they they seem to play it out? They seem to always fight. And I feel like a lot of people will hate on me and be like, "Well, you get fucking knee in the head." Well, clearly, if I got knee in the head, I would be laying on the fucking ground. I would be fucking snoring if I got hit like Aljamain got hit. But that bitch, I could probably take that kick that that bitch got in the face, and I I I don't think I would have been near as bad as she was fucking acting. No, a hundred percent. That's like... the end of my rant. Yeah, it's just yeah. Hers is hers is the hers is by far the most highly suspect, and that one's an actual like accident. Like the other two DQs that we that we've seen were knees. So like, fuck, that's on the person who did it for forgetting the fucking rules. This is like she was. They were just scrambling. She was trying to push her off to get up, and like, accident. Just the situation they were in accidentally pushed her in the fucking mouth, and then. I don't know. I yeah, feel like I because the last, I feel like because the last two DQs, you're going to have people like this chick are gonna like if they recognize that they that the person did something illegal, they're gonna play it off because they know that it's a free win. Like here's the thing, Quentin. was Ronda Marcos winning the fight? Um, I don't even remember honestly. Too early. It's too probably like you get you'd have to judge one round of work. Yeah. Yeah, I understand yeah. that, but I mean. Yeah, but I so basically, yeah, it's just like I could, I could definitely see people like this girl, and other people that are low key like I'm, any fighter soft, but on in the fighter world, she's soft. I'm not in the fighter world because I would get my ass kicked by her still. But in the world of UFC fighters, you're gonna see people soft people like her, and maybe some others that when they recognize that their opponent did something illegal play it off like they're super hurt and can't continue because they know it's a free win after a certain point. All right, yeah. so 
pretty much there's nothing much else to talk about on the prelim. I'll just I want to throw a shout out to Loma Luke Boon Me because Tiger Muay Thai got the fat dub. Um, th- that's basically on the main on the prelim. You can go back to the main card. I didn't obviously I didn't see many of these. Uh, fucking the Ion and Dustin Jacoby fight. Quinton, what was up with that? Obviously, it ended in a draw. So, what was the deal? Did somebody get poked in the eye or some shit or kicked in the dick a couple times? It was just they both had like it was just a back and forth battle. Like I felt like both well, guys. I, I can explain how the cards got the way they were because there was a ten eight in the first round and then then well, and he lost. It. <laughs> yeah, ten eight first round lost the next two wild. Kuta started started the fight like he starts every fight, just like fucking bull rushing you and just trying to knock you out as quick as possible. And Jacoby's just a fucking tough sob, so he was like sticking in with it. But um, Kutalab was like taking him down. He's just pounding on him. I say, was that not the fight that that was like five takedowns in the first round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Kutalab had five takedowns, and they were good ones too. They weren't like they were shit takedowns. He was he was he was strong like it was uh, he was look I was like man this is a pick Jacoby and uh, no uh, Jacoby stayed in it Jacoby was firing back at him and I think like I thought Jacoby probably could have won that honestly because Kutalaba got was gassed by like the by the mid, middle of the second like he was he was like he was still I tell that he looked even worse like he was just gassed like he was topping and puffing and shit did was i the only one that saw this fight by the way no yeah. uh, no i I watched it and i scored it on verdict and my score cards were not the same i see so maybe i was going fucking nuts because a lot of people seen on verdict half the people gave the first round a 10-8 and half the people gave it a 10-9 for kutalaba i was one of the people who gave it a 10-9 i didn't give it a 10-8 i, I mean i'm not 10-9. arguing anybody I'm not arguing anybody who gave it a 10-8 because it very well could have been. I mean, it was on two of the judges' scorecards, at, at least two of the judges. Um, mm-hmm. So I was fine with that. But I, I gave it a 10-9 in the first. I also gave Kuntalaba the second. And then I gave Ooh, I Jacoby think, I the third. Jacoby. I felt like the second was close, and Jacoby clearly like was the better fighter in the third. Like You were right. Yeah. He was, Kuntalaba had nothing in the tank. But I think he had just enough to steal the second. But it didn't play out that way. Like I understand, I, I agree with the judges' scorecards, but I just I saw it a little differently myself. True. I think I look at this like I'm looking at the significant strikes. Like uh, Jacoby had more significant strikes, but Kutalaba had more total strikes altogether. Um, obviously, the takedowns were a huge part of it, but Jacoby only had one, whereas fucking Kutalaba had nine. So. Um, it's it, it was a very close fight and it was a good brawl, but um yeah. I, I don't know. I thought Jacoby maybe won because he kept in it more towards the end, whereas I felt more just that Kutlaba had a good start. Like he just had a good opening. But he didn't see like and it was almost like you could see both people winning. You could see both people winning, so yeah. that's why it was like I was almost just okay with the draw. I was okay with the draw because he- both of them I could I was okay with either of them winning at that point. Right, for sure. I agree with that. I was in both that, like, and I thought the draw was definitely a possibility. It came into my mind, um, and it happened, but I didn't know exactly if that would be the case. I think a lot of people would not like this, but I'm okay with seeing as many draws as we have to see. Like, I feel like people don't uh, 
judges don't give it enough nine nines. Like there's so many rounds where like, oh wow, that was a very close round. Like I don't know how the judges scored that. And it's like, especially when there's like very low action, like there's not a lot happening and it's very even and the numbers are very even and they there's not there just wasn't a lot on either side. And it's like, fuck them. Why do you why why are you getting into a spot where you have to pick uh, a 10 nine because that one point can come up so important later because what happens if like two rounds are boring and you give uh one guy like you just give the one guy the one round because he's got a little bit more octagon control where he's like he's standing in the center so it's like oh i'm gonna give it to him and then the third mm-hmm. round that guy gets fucking dropped twice or uh, dropped once let's say and now all of a sudden like you give him a 10 nine he still fucking loses and yeah it's just that that's where I, I I would like to see more nine nines in the scorecards. Like everyone's talking about more ten eights and maybe a ten seven. I want to see some fucking tie rounds. Like nobody won the round. What, why must we give our ten ten whatever it is? You know what I mean? But like yeah. still, why there, why must there be a winner? Like I don't know. They just need to get yeah, new fucking I, judges in general, man. Half the judges have no idea what the fuck they're watching. I swear to God, half them are still watch sitting on their phone like fucking Joe Rogan called out way back when. Like you see. You see some of the scorecards, because that's the thing. Obviously, it goes by majority, and but you'll see two judges scorecards, and you're like, "All right, it makes sense." And you hear one guy's, and it's just like, "What the fuck?" Like even some fighters, like there was, I remember the Paul Felder and the RDA fight. One somebody gave Paul Felder a ten nine round, like a ten nine round or a ten eight round or some shit, and like when Paul Felder heard that, he was like, "What the fuck?" Because even he knew, like, how, how. Yeah. <laughs> That's so it, it is, and I think they, obviously I think they get people who aren't gonna be biased. I mean, biased realistically, it. it's not a UFC thing, right? It's a commission thing. So, like, the athletic yeah. commissions are the ones that assign the judges. It's not the fucking UFC that gets to choose. And I feel like a lot of these people aren't even MMA. They just they're just judges. Like, they work for a no. They're probably just boxing for- d- judges and shit. And they <laughs> uh, they don't know what it takes. They don't know what takes. Here's or- here's my thing. I think they need to. They need to do it like they did the commentary. At first, they didn't have the appropriate commentary people. Like they pro- they ran through a lot of different people in UFC commentary and just all the different all the different production sides, right? They ran through R. a lot R. of people Mike until Goldberg. they started Michael. Yeah, they yeah. started figuring out. They started figuring out. Uh, we we're gonna bring in our own guys. We're gonna make this more like uh, when you were watching basketball and you see fucking. Shaq talking or whatever, you know, like we're that we're yeah. gonna make it more like that. So they're gonna start bringing that in, and honestly, guys like DC, Michael Bisping, Paul Felder are the best commentators or color commentators. You know, they're the, they're the best I think the UFC's ever had. Like I think they're more insightful than Joe Rogan. Although I love a Joe Rogan commentary, like I think they're they're just better at it. And I think they need to do the same thing with judging. I think they need to slowly. They don't need to just make any UFC. Don't just. Don't give any UFC fighter the ability to judge a fight because they need to be educated still, but we need to find guys kind of like how they found the commentary guys. They found the guys that are really good at talking on TV. They need to find the guys who are really good at watching the fights and really good at breaking down the techniques and understand the scorecards and everything like that. And then bring they'll make those guys into the dudes who are going to be your judges for the next 20, 30, 40 years and give them a good salary. And, you're just you need to start finding ways to use these guys who have fucking put their body on the line for your company and and then it'll it'll make it better like it did with the commentary exactly. it'll make the product better we'll get better judges I mean, everyone will be happy fuck not even necessarily you have to pick the fighters like obviously 
that's better to do and it's more rewarding and helps keep the fighters in the company. Just people and who shit, know mixed mean, martial arts even though. Like, I was, you don't yeah, have to I was about to say, fighter. even now, man, like you could probably find a couple YouTubers or some shit like that that do breakdowns that are really good at it that would be able to judge fights or like just something like that, man. Like you would not even specifically a fighter, you know, like just you'd be able to find some people that are good at judging fights. Well, I wonder Well, I wouldn't want the media judging fights. I wouldn't want the, no. like, the people like the media judging fights. That's my opinion. Well, they don't want to appear... Okay, so I think the main case why they get these like random people is they don't want anybody being biased because you can have people that you know have a connection to this fighter somehow or they may be friends of this person, right? Um, yeah, they, I get, you, yeah, that's fair. And, that's, and I think that's why they pick these random people because those people don't have an opinion or don't have a relationship with anybody the industry or the, the 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 fight game really so but that's, man, that's all, a plus that's a plus but it does come out of it does come out of fault with what they're completely seeing i think maybe i think if they do. i think what they could do to count to fix that problem that you brought up is have like just have a large enough roster of judges so that if there is a point in time where, say, like somebody knows somebody that's fighting, you just make sure that they're not a judge that night or they're not a judge for that fight. You know, like you'd be able to just sw- switch it up for the fights and shit to make sure it's always nice and unbiased. But I do see what you mean. And until they get enough people to do that, it would be hard. Yes. That's the only fault I see. All right. So that's our, right. that's how we feel about the judges' scorecards. I feel like that's. <clears throat> the judges yeah, are like, good on that. I want to talk about hard. the main event. I want to talk about the main event. Well, we have to. Talk okay, about wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to go over the Giga Kick for a minute and three seconds because that's how long the first round was. So we'll go over it for that amount of time. <laughs> so basically, right, you're on the clock. I was super sad because Cub got smoked, but I mean, I wasn't surprised because it's the fucking Giga Kick. Listen, listen, I wasn't saying it was gonna lose. I just said I wanted Cub to win because it's fucking killer Cub, buddy. But I know, yeah, I know. The Giga Kick, he's now ranked 10th in the featherweight or some shit like that. So, I mean, yeah, he's fucking killing it. He's great. I fucking love Giga, man. That guy is... Who do you see next? I think that's the only question we can talk about, uh, Giga. Who do you see next for him? I think he deserves a top. Well, he's ranked 10th, so I think anybody above him, he should be able, he should be able to fight. I don't really know. Um, because I'm not looking at the I'm not looking at the rankings off the top of my head, but I will. Um, I'm thinking he said he wants fucking Max Holloway, and I was like, okay. but there's no way because he's no, ten he's and Max, Max Holloway's Max number no, I know, one. I know. Honestly, honestly, a good honestly, I think he Arnold could Allen since all these dudes. Arnold Allen just fought though. I mean, Giga did, but he basically didn't. Honestly, Giga should fight Josh Emmett. Yeah, I guess. But what's Josh Emmett been up to recently? One uh, last beat, fight, and then he, he had to have the, he beat Shane Burgos, and then had to have like ACL surgery because he fucked and exploded his knee in the first two seconds of the first round, and then won the fight. The, I want him to get the winner of Barboza and Burgos. I think that'd be a good fight for him. So basically, you mean when he fights Barboza? Because there's no way Burgos is gonna fucking beat Barboza. It's Ed, it's Edson Barboza. He's fucking insane. Uh, dude, Barboza age is undefeated. And Eag, and I. Dan Ige, so Ige. Ige. Yeah, but Dan Ige's a fucking killer. <laughs> yeah, Quinn I know. Smoking the weed, but I'm just. Uh, yeah, I must have. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about 50k coming up. Like, well, if we well, if we have fucking time after all the fucking rambling we've done, when we get to the news, we'll talk about uh, the Korean zombie fight coming up. Yeah. 
And that's another guy. But I mean, yeah, that's basically all I got to say about the Giga shit. So well, let's move on to the fucking... My king. My <laughs> everything. He is different from everybody. He's not Your like samurai a king. UFC fighter. I love that man. He keeps the samurai spirit alive. He reads. He's intellectual. <laughs> uh, he screams in the wilderness. Yeah, he's a fucking monster, dude. Nobody fights like that guy. I love him. I I truly think he is. I think he could be. I think he could be a Bahovich or whatever the hell that fucking Polish ass is. Blahovich. Wow, yeah. the disrespect. Jesus. <laughs> I did that. On you respect think, the Polish power, Quentin. Right. I think Quentin's right, though. I think he has a really. I I was saying honestly, yeah, I think he could, but whatever. also. Listen, this is the thing. He fights with his hands down. So if anybody's gonna get him, it's gonna be Yawn. So this this is this is it, right? No, like, okay, no, but Yawn Yawn fights really well against people who are technically sound. Yawn has a good has won a lot of important fights against guys who have really good technical abilities. This guy, although he's down. very has technical abilities, this guy's fucking out there. He does wacky shit. He's makes he, weird he, angles. He, he sorry. Go okay, ahead. So the way go ahead. The way he the way he cut him off and backed him into the cage, like that was like kind of, kind of like he meant to do that, but also wait, he just saw the opening, like right there. He was like, "Oh, think about this at all." He just did elbow and just fucking went bam, and like perfectly. But he's like, "Yeah, I just do shit." That's his thing. That's scary for Jan because Jan's so like calculated and he works well against guys who are also like he flows. He just flows, man. He he's not like the other guys. He just does what he wants. Like he's kind of like I think I don't even know who I could compare him to. Alex Caceres. There's levels to this, and he's just on a whole nother level. Yeah, he's like Alex Caceres because Alex Caceres <laughs> just does crazy shit. Same with Yair Rodriguez. Those guys just do crazy shit that just they feel it. They just like bones or whatever. I don't know their soul. They they're like I don't know. He's just different, man. Why did we name our podcast Throwing Elbows and all of my fucking dreams get smashed by elbows? <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> my, probably my, one of my favorite fighters, top three for sure, Korean Zombie. And literally, every time he gets this close to a fucking title, he gets right there, and then an elbow comes and smacks him in the fucking face. And it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's his, it's his weakness, is the elbows. Yeah. Uh. Yep. No, no, but honestly, man, Dominic Reyes was impressing me for the fact that he was taking those shots. He was out there. He man, was, he was not at one point, up. Dominic, I, sw- I swear, at one point he flash KO'd Yuri when they were uh, on when he up when he caught him with an up kick on the ground. I swear, because just the way he fell, he like fell flat on Dom's chest, but then, yeah. um, but then started moving like a second later. So like, I swear he got flash KO'd quick. For a second, like, for a second, and then he went right into like just the... a split second, and then came back into it and was like, "Oh fuck!" And then went into the he fucking fell, like, right into side mount, and then he like yeah, and then he like just got he was like fucking fine, like he just and he the way he like it's like he walked back home and he's like, "Oh, I'm here now, sweet." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he just kind of flails his arms sometimes is just terrifying. I think I think that's so crazy and weird that it just like freaks. Well, that's how he got knocked out by King Mo. He fucking lun. He was like, he was a little gassed, and then he was just he was still doing his crazy shit, and he just went to do like a crazy lunge punch, and King Mo stepped back and hit him with the right hook or left hook, and good night, Jim Kite, face first into the ring floor. 
I think he's somebody who doesn't make the same mistake twice. I might be eating my words on this, but I feel like he learns very quickly and he can just flow with a situation. Like that, like that knockout probably helped him learn not to do exact, like, like fix that part of his fighting game, you know? Yeah. I just feel like he has a very smart fight IQ, even though not being the most technical guy. I think he knows himself very well, and I think he doesn't try. He's not going to try to do anything that's not him. I think he just knows himself as a fighter really well. So, I don't know. Colin and, like, those Adesanya try to be someone else when they go into fights. You know what I mean? Like, when, yeah. he, fought, when he fought Jan, like, Israel didn't feel like Israel. Israel was trying to He didn't look like, like a normal self. Yeah. Where I think Yuri is very, like in tune with like who he is what his philosophy is what he is as a person and he doesn't let fighters get in his head i think i think he's very like i think he's very rooted is what i probably want to try to he's say got the samurai spirit man that's what i'm saying can't, man you can't break I the samurai see that spirit stupid fucking hair getting knocked off his head though i don't i don't want to see him have that again though that's for sure i love it i love that hair it's great I think he, oh yeah, I think almost got him that, fucking stuck in a guillotine. He literally could have been out of that guillotine like a like. I mean, he did get out of it, but he, he slipped out. But he him. he could have been out of it fucking earlier. It's fucking <laughs> stupid hair. <laughs> Glover's gonna pull him to the ground by his fucking pull, ponytail and fucking hammer fist him. So I don't really. <laughs> so you really know what you be on? I think I don't know. If, I don't know. I think Glover could beat Yuri, but I think Yuri could probably. Uh, I think, I think Yuri can could beat, beat anybody. Well, um, he could beat anybody I for the know. next however many months, but it's, his time's ticking. His his yeah. chin is questionable, and if you say it's not, then you're lying to yourself. His chin is questionable, <laughs> but if he can get you to the ground, there's not a guy in that division. Yes, but also he, bro, he took some fucking heavy shots in the Santos fight, and he just took them. So that's true. That's what I'm saying. It's questionable. It's questionable. He's been good at times, and it's been weak at times. Like I'm not telling you no, that his chin's weak right now. I'm just saying it's it's not for a for sure thing. It's not being like, oh, he's a tough bastard and can take any shot. Like Yuri proved Yuri proved to everybody that he could take fucking basically anybody's shot. Like he was taking some bombs from fucking Reyes was thrown with heat. You know, when he was thrown, he was thrown with heat. So yeah. Uh, sandwiches he was serving it to him <laughs> back and forth bro back and forth like they were hammering each other that was a good fucking fight like yeah i think a lot of people look at that uh highlight real ko and maybe look at even the stats and the fact that yuri had won the first round or whatever but like i don't give a fuck dom dom was doing a good job and i think i don't know i feel like he he tried too hard and i said this on the night of the fight he tried too hard to get back up to his feet he, yeah. I feel like he, he dropped down for that guillotine. It was a dumb idea. If he got it, it would have been great. It just didn't work out like the way he wanted it to. But he was fucking him up. He was starting to catch him in that round. That's how they ended up in that position is because he was getting the better of exchanges in that in going into that second round like uh, midway through. And then all of a sudden, he drops for that guillotine. He ends up on the bottom. And now he's freaking out trying to get back up to his feet. He's trying, he doesn't want to end the round on bottom because he doesn't want to lose the round. That's I, don't, I could be wrong, but that's what I think. I think he was trying to scramble up, try and make sure he didn't lose the round. But what ended up happening is he looked like he was 
exhausted when he got back up to his feet. And before they had went to the ground, it looked like Yuri was the one that was getting tired. And we don't even know if Yuri really was that tired because fucking five seconds later, he's spinning elbows him and the fight's over. So uh, that was the part that I was disappointing in. I was thinking Dom was just starting to set it, start like, you know, even after the broken nose, like I felt like he was starting to get going and then it all just fell apart. Like he kind of just threw it away, jumping on that guillotine. Yeah, it was weird. Um, He looked good though. uh, What I'm saying is like, he looked good after like, those bombs like he looked fine like he looked unfazed and yeah no he was good he was taking shots that was a good thing that was a like you you, it's like oh he got knocked out well you know how many fucking bombs he took before and the only other guy who fought this dude in the ufc did not take as many shots as he did no yeah that's true that is a good point yeah but yuri's he also um, didn't take a spinning elbow either yeah exactly that's true i didn't know he was offered a, a contract like a while ago yeah i saw that in the hype like the little like hype up thing that they did before i'm sure everybody else saw that was weird that they had offered him and then he was like no i want if i if i come to the ufc i want to uh be able to dominate is adesanya did the same thing yeah he did i do i do remember him being offered earlier in his uh fighting career that's true yeah and then they, it's, it's smart. It's like, if you have another, if you don't need the money, if you don't need, like, if you're not running out of time, if you still got years left on your career. Why wouldn't you? Like, if you know you're going to get there one day, if you're that confident that you're going to be, you know, you're like, I might not be the champion right now, but I, I'm going to be one day. You, you yeah, know, you, exactly. if you have that confidence, why not? Why not just fucking hold off for a little bit, get better, grow into your body. Like a lot of these, a lot of these UFC fighters, they coming in, they're like 22, 23. We see, we see a lot of them, man. Like they're good. And they're really good at one thing. Usually then they're Chase Hooper. Chase Hooper. Like they're fucking good. <laughs> I fucking Chase love Hooper Chase Hooper though. But like, he needs to fucking go and just train straight up fucking stand up for even a couple years. He, and like, obviously he get was better training. Than anything, uh, he was actually doing some training for his uh, upcoming fight with wonder boy. Oh, that's good. I like that. Me too. He's he's a long he's a long fight. He's a long he's a long guy. He could definitely fuck some people up with some karate kicks. If he learned from Thompson, who's also a long fighter like that. No, that's why I was like, yeah, that's gonna be sick. So if he stayed, let's say he stayed there for like a length of time, though, not like these guys like, oh, I'm going to train with this guy, and they go and they train for like a fucking month. Like no, like let's say he stays at that that with Stephen Thompson for since his last fight. Because he lost. No, that's what I mean, though. That's that's what I'm trying to say, though. Is like he needs to stay there for a lengthy period of time. Like we don't need to see one of those. Like one of these. Like you know how guys will go there and they'll be like, oh well, he was training with him, and it's like they went there for like a week or a month or something. It's like they didn't really fought, like trained, but like they were only they just. How much can you really learn in that time period? You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Especially when you're talking about the basics, like Chase Super needs just technical basics on every level of stand up. Oh, 100 except jujitsu. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like his his ground game's sick. Like, but that, he's one of that's what I'm trying to say though. They rush these guys along at young ages. Where if Chase Hooper just found Stephen Thompson and he was on the regional circuits, and then all of a sudden they're like, "No, we're gonna find you the right matchups. We're gonna make you the champion somewhere, like LFA or some bullshit. But we're just gonna work on your striking like crazy." And then all of a sudden, if Chase Hooper's like 26, 27 instead of how old young he is, and then he goes in the UFC, he'd be fucking smoking dudes, starching. Yeah. Them. Yeah, that's like Shabazi, and that's like Sage Northcutt. That's like uh, 
the list goes on. You can fucking the list goes on. Could be there. For, I mean, George St. Pierre came in at like he was like 20, 21. He lost him at he, he was winning, and then he lost him at Sarah, and it was kind of too much too soon. And then he came back, and he was a, a, just a monster. The greatest one fifteen pound woman to ever fight has a terrible fucking record because she fought women when she was a teenager. Who's that? Fucking Rose. Like she was like what? Oh, she oh, was yeah, she was barely she a fucking woman there. when she got in. She was barely a woman when she got into the fucking UFC. She was That's true. And she was fighting like grown like women who were into their bodies. That's the main thing I'm trying to say here is like you're rushing these kids yeah, to fight grow fucking grown men. Like even me as a 23 year old, I am not as much of a fucking like I haven't grown into my body as much as like somebody if they're training from my age and they're like 30 or 29. Like they're right at their peak. They're right at their fucking yeah. of their exactly. IQ and everything else. Yeah, they've matured also mentally mm-hmm. as a as a fighter, 100. percent There's a lot of maturing that goes. A lot of men don't mature until they're like 25, 26. Like it takes. How, how many times have you seen? How many times have you seen a legitimate? You know, one guy's got better skills than the other guy, but he fucking loses because he does something stupid or he isn't. He just isn't mentally. He hasn't been to some places. Ah, yeah. Shabazian against Brunson. Edmund Shabazian might have better actual MMA skills than Derek Brunson. That's very true, and he might. But end he doesn't have the game. experience. He does not have the experience. But let's say three years from now, Edmund Shabazian fights fucking Derek Brunson again and absolutely fucking starches him. Because guess what? Derek Brunson's now old, and Edmund Shabazian's in his prime. It's just the fucking yeah. way the world. Works. Like it's just the way the world works. That's also the case with uh, Yuri versus King Mo. He fought Mo for the first. Came back a couple years later and smoked him, like made he made quick work of him. So, so he learned from that experience, matured, worked on it, came back and he beat him. Like, it's just simple as that, for sure. All right, let's move on to the fucking news. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Cowboy. That's the mo- probably the most recent thing that got announced. I think Cowboy versus uh, Alex Morano. Yep. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's who we got. That's, yeah, that's who got booked, right? Is it is Murano? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, how do you guys feel about that fight? You think uh, Murano's got a good shot at it, or you do you not really give a fuck? Because it's like almost at a point where Cowboy's fighting, but you know he's not going to fight a top five guy anymore. So it's it's weird. Honestly, I'm pretty sure this is the last fight on his contract because, like, I'm pretty sure this will be his last fight. That was the whole point of the Diego Sanchez thing also because Diego apparently talked shit about Cowboy at some point so it was good it was supposed to be literally both of their last fights but then he didn't pass his fucking but then that bullshit with Joshua Fabia and not pass the medical and blah 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 yeah I was gonna bring that up how do you guys feel about Fabia we'll, we'll, we'll say fuck the Cowboy fight like realistically the burning news is Diego Sanchez like I feel bad for Diego but oh who, man, it, su- it sucks because he, like, uh, it he sucks. But he he's just—he's just a really impressionable guy. I—I've heard that Diego really liked doing a whole bunch of drugs, and that he's just a was a generally impressionable guy. And then I don't know. There's just crazy guys out there like Joshua Fabian. I don't know. He's like a fucking Steven Seagal. Like thinks he's fucking has the like has these crazy martial arts moves and shit when he just fucking doesn't like. I literally no, heard of Joshua Fabia went and like had a meeting with the U with some of the dudes at the UFC because he apparently had to warn them that he taught Diego a death touch or some fucking dumb shit like that. And like he's the guy's just fucking crazy. Like he believes his own shit. 
way like a hundred percent, even though it was completely fucking fake. And it's just it's just sad to see that like a guy like that can actually ruin a fighter's career. But I mean, Diego's always been an interesting guy. Yeah, it's sad. It's the end of an era. There's no more Ultimate Fighters uh, from the first season. Nope. So it's weird. That's weird. I mean, Forrest Griffin kicks around, but he just does like promotional stuff. Yeah, Forrest Griffin ain't out here cracking skulls though, and or getting a skull. I know, crack. I know. He's just he's just being a goof. <laughs> He'd be making me that. laugh though. That's true. Yeah, Forrest Griffin's a good guy. I mean, I I have nothing bad to say about Forrest Griffin. If you do, then oh, he's the fuck one of the you. Guys yeah, basically. Yeah, I actually didn't like hear anything real. Like, I I knew something happened with Diego Sanchez. I didn't hear like the 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 conversation or whatever happened. I don't. Know. Yeah, he basically got cut, and that's why they had to find somebody new because of a bunch because they found out that he wasn't actually medically cleared because Joshua Fabian had fucked some like fu- like I don't know. He did some fuck shit, and they like withheld or didn't disclose medical information about Diego. Some so yeah, he just uh sh- probably just shouldn't be fighting in general. And then that video got put out of fucking Fabia trying to like accuse all the commentary team and the in shit like that of like basically trying to tell them what to say and accusing them trying to ch- uh, like I don't know it's hard to tell what he was saying because he was yeah. kind of just saying nonsense. But <laughs> I guess the, ge- the I guess the yeah, but I guess the gist of it was that he was trying to tell them what to say about Diego or thinking that they were biased against what him or some fuck? shit like that. He was chasing his fighters around with a knife. With a knife and an octagon. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This guy's nuts. Like, I don't, like... if Fight you for your life. Like... That video is actually fucking fuck. nuts. That sounds wild. I did hear, like, his, his trainer was crazy, but I didn't understand that it was this. <laughs> that is so fucked. Absolutely like insane. no wonder Diego Sanchez hasn't won a fight in however many years. Motherfucker doesn't train anything useful. Guys getting Whoa. chased around on an octagon really, with a really, fucking really. knife. Yo, did Diego cha- Diego Sanchez started an OnlyFans? What? <laughs> I'll send it to you guys in the group chat. No, I don't want to see that. No, no, no. It's not the video or anything. It's just an article that says Diego Sanchez starts OnlyFans page with videos of him and Josh Joshua Fabia. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what? Does it have to do with like it's like knife porn or something like, like some weird knife like <laughs> some weird king shit. Yeah, <laughs> like some dominatrix type vibe. I don't know. I'm gonna send it to the All right. chat. All <laughs> right, screw screwed screw Fabia screwed Sanchez at the point at this point. Um, we'll move on to some West. West will want to talk about this. I know. I know. You already mentioned it before. We got Sugar Sean O'Malley facing off. He signed to fight Luis Smoka. Um, I feel like a lot of people were shitting on it. Um, they were trying to shit on Almeida, I think, in in some comments, like some fans were. Which is dumb because Almeida is actually a really good fighter. Who like, yeah, he was on a bit of a skid, but before that, he was undefeated and shit. So like, calling him a bad fighter is just dumb. And no, the main chirp is people are saying you got to give him somebody like good or somebody that's ranked or something because um all those haters say he just keeps fighting cans and shit like that. And I mean, I would like to see him fight someone ranked, but it's just like I'm the guy's still young. Like you don't need to rush him. Like Smoke is like an. I don't know. Smoke's no. This is the thing. Smoke's no slouch. He's been around. He's a good stand-up. He's a pretty good all-around fighter. He can take some damage. He can give some damage. Like 
I've I, he's won me some money. Like the guy's a good all around fighter. He's no slouch, hundred percent. Yeah. Here's the we thing. Here's the thing. The UFC loves. The UFC loves doing this thing, or not the UFC. The UFC fans love doing this thing. where like, push the guy. They're like, oh, the, somebody gets two impressive wins. Like people would have been okay if Joaquin Buckley was facing like a fucking top five guy, or like t- maybe not top five, but top ten guy. They would have been completely okay with that after the highlight reel KO, which he would not have deserved in the slightest. But people have yeah. been like, oh yeah, because he got that sweet knockout. Yeah, that's the guy who got the sweet knockout. No fuck off it takes time like they're moving in the right direction with sean o'malley like they they he lost and then he just got a, fi- a late finish in his last fight it wasn't it was an impressive uh performance but it wasn't like amazing like it wasn't like oh my god highlight reel for life kind of performance but it was really good and yeah. then he's gonna move up right now he's he's facing louis smoker which is a little bit more of a tougher challenge than almeida almeida like like we're saying, was on a skid. Louis Smoka is like a, a little bit more active, if you want to say that. You know what I mean? He's a little bit more in yeah. there. He isn't ranked, but I think he's been in the rankings and then out of the rankings back and forth over the last like year. So he it'll be a good matchup. And then if he beats him, you're guaranteed he's going to be fighting somebody ranked. If he doesn't fight, if he fucking knocks out Louis Smoka and then doesn't fight somebody ranked, we have an issue. Yeah, exactly. This is the this is the bridge. This is the true bridge that brings him to that top tier like almeida could have done it it could have been like he could be fighting a ranked guy right now that's fine if he was fighting whoever the fuck's 15th or whoever the fuck's 14th like he could be fighting them but yeah it's not there's not an issue with him having this fight i mean he he literally has only won one in a row so yeah he he needs to work towards it definitely but i I mean yeah that's no i was gonna say that's basically uh all I gotta say, that's basically all, all I really gotta say about that one. Like, it's gonna be a decent fight. I think Sugar Sean's gonna win. It's step one competition. Similar, that's basically it. Like, like Smoke is kind of a big. He's not. He's not big like Sean's big. Cause Sean's like almost six foot, but Smoke is like a longer, uh, uh, bantamweight as well. So I think that's something that's also a little intriguing is that they're similar like size. Yeah. It's like five nine, five ten for the division, which is I I would say for one thirty five, that's pretty big. Um, oh yeah. So I think they'll it'll be a good battle to see if somebody who's around more around his size, if he can hang with him. But um, yeah. But yeah, so I guess I mean the only other piece of news that I really know off the top of my head that I don't because it just kind of happened a day or two ago, so I know we definitely didn't talk about it before is, fucking Nate Diaz had to pull out of the Leon fight. It, he didn't well he didn't pull out it's getting rescheduled because he had gotten injury or some shit in camp so it got moved back a month and that's why we have Michelle Watterson as the headliner for the next week's card which yeah crazy how we didn't even talk about the fights coming up oh well we <laughs> usually don't we usually fucking yeah I mean don't got the time yeah and it's really not that much of a card to be honest that's even what though, I'm saying like... is like if it was a fucking good card we'd be talking about it but like no, I mean it's really. it, there's some good fights on there, but I don't know, man. Like it, we it, we it, we it, can it, talk it. about it after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next piece of news. I mean, other than, but did you just want to mention the Diaz thing, or that's basically it? I was just mentioning it, and that's be. I mean, there's no, nothing big. Like he got an injury. I haven't, as far as I know, it's an, it's undisclosed, so I don't know what the injury was. And they re and they just moved it back a month. That's it. So there's not really anything super complicated to it. Yeah, I'm taking Leon in that one, but um, 
I'd put I'd, I'd like put to see money Nate down win, on Diaz. Diaz is a sick a underdog in that fight. For Diaz money, man, like yeah, I, I wouldn't hate on anybody for putting the money down on him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I would probably say that that's uh that's probably Leon. Yeah, I think well, Leon I, I might hit bad. him with a couple not big shots, but man, he might he might open him up with something early, like first couple rounds he might fucking cut him. We already know Diaz doesn't take Open him up with him. that eye poke, baby. It doesn't take much for Diaz to fucking get cut, right? Like, we know how the scar tissue nope. works on his face. So, that's just, I could see him getting cut early. And I'm not saying doctor stoppage, but I could see, like, a decision where even if the round, some rounds are close, I could see Leon getting them just based on quote-unquote damage, even if he's already got him cut up open. Like, that seems really weird, but, like, specific, for the fight to happen, but um, I just feel it's a trend Diaz, in Diaz fights. Yeah, I feel like Diaz has this thing, and there's a lot of other fighters too, like Cowboy, and just a lot of guys who have a lot of miles where they're injury prone, and then it fucks them up. Even whenever they're doing good in fights, like they get fucked over by having those injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. having those con- like those things that always seem to happen to them, like the broke guys who get the broken nose. Like Reyes gets a broken nose, and then what happens in this fight? Immediately gets a broken nose. Let Yuri must have hit him hard, but that's for sure the easiest his nose has ever broken because it's already been broken. So it's going to break easy every fucking time now. Dominic Reyes will have an issue with Mike his Perry. nose for the rest of his... Yeah, he'll have an issue with his nose for the rest of his fucking career. It's just the way it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. Scar tissue that just, you know, they just, they bleed easy. Like, they bleed easy than most other guys. Or, like, it just what depends on what you also, just you as a person, what your body build is at or whatever. Yeah, I guess some people literally have thicker skin than other people, you know? Yeah, it's literally not a phrase. It's literally some people have thicker skin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, I want to move on to Korean Zombie. It's starting to fucking rain here, so if it starts pouring rain, we'll have to to wrap it up. But I want to talk about Korean Zombie versus Ige. Yep. Zombie. Somebody tell me Korean Zombie's going to win. Tell me that I'm going to be happy. Somebody. I don't think. I don't know, man. Korean Zombie is a good fighter. I think he 100 has a chance, but I think as Korean Zombie gets older, I mean the elbows are his weakness, but I think as he gets older and takes big shots, his chin's gonna not be able to hold up, and he's not gonna be the same Korean Zombie he always was. So I mean, Danny is a hard puncher, and I think he definitely has the power and the chance to be able to knock Korean Zombie out. But I don't know, man. It's gonna be a close fight. I mean, I'm gonna go with Korean Zombie just because I like him, but um, it's that's uh, gonna be a hard fight to pick. Yeah, I would go. I'd go uh, Ige on this. I can't. I can't go against him after that Gavin Tucker knockout, dude. Oh, I can't. He's. he's yeah, I forgot about that fight. That was a fucking good performance. Yeah, one. It was literally a one punch, wasn't it? I had Gavin Tucker in that. Yep, you did. Got to go I with the Canadian boy. You did, and I had. I was like, guys, Ige's gonna kill him, and then you guys were like, no, 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 he's Canadian. We got. Guy. And then you know what? Fuck you. Like, I fucking bet against Canadians now and I fucking win. And I fucking yeah. I feel like a piece <laughs> of shit. I feel like a piece of shit. I was like, really? I was like, maybe KB Bueller can maybe knock him out, right? But I just put the money down. I was like, maybe he can knock him out. And then he doesn't even barely throw a punch the entire fucking fight. And I was like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Cut this motherfucker. Cut him. <laughs> I love Canadians. I love cheering for Canadians, but man, I, don't disappoint I, me like that. I want- Oh, okay. Also, I just want to make a quick shout out to that Kai Kamaka, uh, TJ Brown fight. Holy what a banger! That was the best fight of the night by far. Yeah. That might have been. I thought Kai. Like- I could be biased, but I thought Kai won. 
I, I'm happy you brought this back up because I thought Kai won, but I'm not upset with the judge's decision. I just I saw Kai winning the, but yeah. it is what. It is. No, and I saw and I thought the exact opposite way, but I but at the same way as I could see it going the other way as well. But I thought T.J. Brown won because I thought he I thought he had a good better performance in the third, but you guys saw it the other way, which is that's the thing with also judging people see things differently than others. Like it's. It's you like so verdict. Do you like verdict because you like being able to see our scorecards now, though, eh? Isn't it? It's kind of fun. Yeah. No. I I got my second belt on the on the last. But I I uh I got like four thousand like four thousand points or something. I know I was leading with all you guys. Not trying to brag or anything, but you know, Bucky, you got a gold belt in your like third event. It was absolutely bullshit. I was like, this fucking guy. Like this fucking yeah. guy. <laughs> You came in. Oh, you dropped. You got the bronze. Uh, that's that's pretty good though. Yeah, I was hanging on to a silver, but then I got Dom wrong. My issue, yeah. the thing that fucked me was I had, I had Marab by finish. I'm pretty sure I had him by like yeah. TKO, and I knew he was a. De- I know he's a decision guy, but you know, his the KO is just. Yeah, I know, but I was thinking ground and pound. I was thinking because he, uh, I felt like he wasn't gonna. I felt like he wouldn't make a statement in this fight because. He, it was against Damon. It was against Damon. I feel like he was going to go for it and, and try and ground and pound him into the fucking ground. So that's why I went KO, mm-hmm. but it didn't work out. I gave up like basically all my XP on Verdict to, to do Dude, that. Dude, I would have had a I would have had a perfect card if it wasn't for the Jacoby draw. I would have. Oh, so true. You picked everybody. You picked everybody, and the and the way they finished, or. No, no, I just would have had everybody who's right. Like the okay, so the ones, the ones that I got the most points was Strickland and Marab because I both got those perfect because it was decision. Uh, I, I picked both decision and win, so I got those two right. And then the other ones were just slightly off, like ever so slightly. Like I had uh, Giga knocking out um, Cut, but it was in the second, and then I had Yuri knocking out uh, Dominic, but it was in the third. So I could have had. Almost the whole perfect uh, card. All the check but, marks. Yeah, no, you were pretty close. You picked all the fucking guys by the the way though. That was so that was good. Like, like by the yeah. way they're supposed to. Like you picked them by finish or by decision. So I mean that was good enough. Yeah, Jacoby was the only one because I had Jacoby knockout in the second. So, but yeah, I got to start betting money or something because I, <laughs> I could. Uh... Yeah, don't forget though when we started the podcast we all went like fucking one for four in the first fucking month. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, main cards. But no, you are right. It, betting is good if you can just stay away from anything. You just can't bet on fights that is a, like questionable. I just I yeah. like to stay away from fights that are questionable. Like if if there's a question in your mind, you're like, I'm not sure who's gonna win this fight. Don't fucking bet on it. There's no point. Yeah, there's and I no. Don't get point. like a rush or anything. I just I just think with my, you know, my head. Like you know what I mean. Like I just, I just go yeah. with what I know and like what I think is. I don't try to say like because I know I can see the times. I'm like, ooh, I can get more if I, if I pick a submission because it's so much more or whatever, you know. And I, uh, I don't go with that. I just, I'm pretty straightforward with my picks and stuff. Like I just try, it right. You're not an XP hunter. That's what we call people on. Ver- I do it all the time. It's XP hunting. You're fucking throwing all this. You're like, there's a 0.1% chance that he's going to fucking sub this guy, but fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Except for that one time where I got the fucking uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, like, master getting choked out by that other guy just because I was like, Alex, fuck fucking, you got fluffy. You picked fluffy by the submission and he fucking submitted that fucking BJJ black yeah. belt. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah it was insane. Was, <laughs> it was fucking nuts. Anyway, um, yeah, we we went on for a long tangent there, but I think it was good. Yeah, any any other news you guys want to talk about? I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I was looking at the fights that have been made, and I think we talked about all of them. So, like, uh, yeah, pretty much. And we can mention it in the next, like Font and Garbrandt, whatever. We can talk about that in another episode. Yeah, we'll leave some for another day. We don't want to get too ahead. Of, we don't want to be talking about a fight that could happen in like a month or whatever. And then get canceled. Man, so many things. So many things get canceled nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's sickening. It's sickening. But it's the world we live in. So, yeah, the way exactly. fucking goes. Not much you can do about it. What's on the fucking dinner plate tonight, boys? I know that's like the basic question, but we always record these podcasts right before dinner. So, like, what's what do you guys have? Yeah, man's West? trying to fucking eat. Wes, yeah, what do you have, bud? I don't even know, but I'm just trying to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin, what do you got? You going to McDonald's? Uh, no, I think I have a I have a frozen pizza, so I might make that. Delicio? You got some Delicio or no, fucking? It is. I think it's Delicio stuff. Oh, ooh, you yeah. fancy. So, I, I'm, I try. I try. <laughs> it's fucking Taco Tuesday here. So, oh, yeah. Fuck... Coming over right now. <laughs> yeah, you'd be, you'd be invited, okay? If I fuck, we live close together, I'd be fucking, we'd be doing fucking big barbecue nights and everything all the time. Fuck, that was the one thing I, that's the, one of the top three things I miss about living with Wes and Hamilton is fucking Sunday barbecues, baby. Yes, sir. The barbecues were the best. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Well, it was fucking. <laughs> uh, it's good talking to you guys. Fucking always good. Oh, yeah. Always a pleasure. Always is. Always is. Always a pleasure. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm starving. You pretty, I, I, I'm starving like Marvin. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for doing this, lads. We'll fucking maybe do something later this week for the fights. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But if not, I'll talk to you guys Sunday or early next week. Yes, yeah, sir. All right. Everyone talking, uh, everyone listening, fucking follow us on Instagram, Twitter, throwing bows underscore pod. That's it. That's all. That's all I have to say. Have a good night. Have a good day. Bye. Whatever you're doing, just enjoy it. Peace. See okay. y'all later. Bye.